0: Resilience. 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 The capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. Toughness. The ability of a substance or object to spring back into shame. Resilience. This is the Black Resilience Podcast, where we have real talk about real issues in order to get to real solutions. Get ready for raw and bold conversations about everything that impacts the lives of black people in America. I black people in America.
1: No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much of what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black Resilience Podcast. I am Edith, the creating host of the show.
1: And I'm Randy. Again, to quote Edith, welcome back.
2: Welcome back. So glad to be back, Randy. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What about you?
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just taking it one day at a time. That's
1: all you can. That's all yeah, we can do. Yeah.
2: Wow. Can you believe we are in the month of June already of 2021?
1: This is wild. We're in the middle of the year.
2: Yeah, the
1: yeah. We're at the midpoint.
2: And I know you guys have missed us. You know, we took a little break, had some personal issues, you know, Personal death in the family for myself, and I just had to take some time off. But I'm glad to be back, glad to be here today to, you know, just continue to drop knowledge on you and have real talk about real issues in order to get to real solutions. That's what this podcast is about. Thank you guys for your continued support in supporting this podcast. I see that, you know, a lot of people have started subscribing.
1: Great, great. Again, thank you, thank you. And hey, the best is yet to come.
2: That's right. Yeah, we got some great things lined up for the remainder of the year, really, uh, as far as our content. We're going to be doing some other creative things as it relates to our social media channels. So I'm just really excited, uh, you know, to be in this space and to be able to provide rich content to help uplift inspire, you know, and just really, you know, help black people really to be the best they can be. That's right. Um, in this country. Um, so yeah. So today's show, Randy, what I wanted to do is talk about Georgia's new voting law. You know what? <laughs> Man, When I tell you?
1: Well, you know what? It's, it's not necessarily Georgia. I mean, Georgia started a trend.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would say that, um, This is something that's cascading across the country. But but as you know, we live here in Georgia. And Georgia, unfortunately, um, uh, was the first state to really stick a flag in the ground. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we need to talk about this because this has significant ramifications on the elections of the future. Right. And we got to be waked now.
2: We got to, because you know what, after reading, you know, this, this, these new laws that will take effect next month, which is July 2021. I say, you know what, we got to dedicate this show to really just uh, use this as an educational moment to drop this knowledge on our listeners. So they will be aware of what's going on because it's going to impact other states. It's not just going to impact Georgia, but I mean, after reading this, I said this is nothing but Jim Crow 2.0.
1: Oh, right. And you know what? After we educate you, we want you then to start strategizing and mobilizing. Yeah. Because if we don't do anything, if we sit here on the sideline and take this, uh, it's just going to get worse. And either this right. This is a uh, this is another form of lynching. Yep. And um, we 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 got to we you know we we had some success with the 2020 election. But now we got to keep going. We thought we thought 2020 was tough. Now the fight has just begun.
2: Yeah, it has just begun, you guys. So let's just get right into it. Let's do it. So um, this past March, Governor the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, signed this new voting rights law for the state of Georgia. And they call it the audacity for them to call it the Election Integrity Act of 2021.
1: You're going to make me curse, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut.
2: Yeah. I'm like, seriously. And it's about, um, I mean, the bill is about 98 pages long. So of course we don't have enough time on this show to go through the entire bill. Mm -hmm. But what we will do is, uh, and what we have done is to pull, uh, some of the key aspects of this bill to kind of share with our listeners today. But I suggest everyone to go to the, you know, Georgia state legislator, um, website or the state of Georgia's website, you could pull it. It's easy to find. And you can just really, really take some time out and read it because it's a lot of stuff in here that makes you be like, are you serious? And we are in 2021. It just feel like we're going back right? in, in, in the days. So, um, so what I want to do, uh, rain is just for the two of us to kind of mm-hmm. just take pieces of this and kind of just share it with our listeners. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, because again, it is a hot mess. When I tell you guys, it is something else, and to know that uh, the audacity for them to 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 take, uh, you know, what where we are right now as far as um, our voting rights, just to take this and and take us back, you know, fifty years. I mean, the boldness for them to think that they can do this and possibly try to get away with it. But he is the governor of Georgia and I wouldn't be too surprised if some other Republican governors in other states that especially those states that turned blue for the first time as a result of the last election follow suit and try to pull these types of um you know laws into their own states. So again, it's interesting. But this particular election integrity act, it covers various aspects. It talks about early voting. It talks about absentee voting. It talks about, uh, the right to be able to, um, you know, serve refreshments. It really just try to cut out a lot of stuff that was already in place and then try to make it very difficult for people to even do absentee voting going forward.
1: And the solution is quite honestly, just have better candidates,
2: right? That's all you need to have
1: better candidates. I mean, you know, they're treating like voting is a privilege. Voting is a right.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Voting is right. And it should be an automatic right the minute you're out of the womb. I don't even think it's something we should have to register for.
1: Right. Right.
2: Automatically, whenever you turn 18, you have the right you to You know vote. what was
1: ironic about this bill, Edith? You know, you said voter integrity. Mm-hmm. The Secretary of State, who supported Trump and who's a Republican, after numerous audits concluded Mm -hmm. that there was no cheating or suspicious behavior in this election. Mm -hmm. So why do you need to have these laws in place when your system did not fail you? Right. What failed you was that you, you had a, you had poor candidates and you, you forced a turnout of people who just got fed up. Right.
2: You underestimated the power of the black vote, period. Right. They didn't expect a lot of black people to vote, and it was just so convenient for people to vote, you know, during the pandemic. Right. Just mailing your ballot. Right. But they're trying to make that very difficult going forward. But
1: what's (laughs) ironic is, you know, um, across the country, they're making it easier to get a gun but making it harder to vote. They make it harder for women to get um, uh, contraceptive and any other reproductive right things but they're making it, uh, but they make it easy to get guns.
2: Right. So let's just get started. Uh, let's talk about the absentee ballot changes,
1: right? Let's okay. do that.
2: First thing they're going to cut off, uh, the date for 11 days before the primary general election or runoff election for mail-in ballots. So if you don't get your mail-in ballot within that time frame, period, it won't count. So it's an 11-day cutoff.
1: So basically, you, you, you got to go to the oh, poll then.
2: Right. You're going to have to go to the poll. So if it doesn't come within 11 days of that primary election, it will not count. Wow. So don't trust mail-in ballots. Because right now, people, we have to be able to really plan and be very strategic about this voting process now. But know, before, it was you know something we didn't and, have to and, think about. Oh, it's election day. I'll vote. I'll mail it in. No, you have to strategically Work around your schedule. And say, okay, if I only got if it's not there within that eleven day period, forget it.
1: And and, and you know the challenge is, the U.S. Postal Service has cut back on right. it, has cut back on its resources to deliver the mail in a timely manner.
2: Okay, and coupled with that, there's another deadline for the issuance of an absentee ballot at least twenty five days before a federal primary general election or an election or 22 days before a municipal general election. That's almost a month, a
1: month in advance.
2: Right. So it's pretty much a month in advance. So, again, you got to really strategically plan now how you're going to exercise your right to vote if you're doing it by absentee ballot.
1: Well, and also not only strategic plan, what it basically says is you need to be engaged, period, with the election and the candidates and all that type of stuff in order to plan.
2: But now they're also going to be requiring that you have multiple forms of identification.
1: That's bullshit.
2: Not only do you have to have a Georgia state driver's license or ID card, they're going to request a date of birth, um, it, it, your last four digits of your social security number. Um,
1: but that's all on your Georgia ID card,
2: exactly. And in, in any additional other forms of identification that must be printed on the outside so, of a ballot. So why would you put all that information on the outside of a, of a ballot, ballot that you're going to be mailing in when anybody can take your identification and use right. it in a so, malicious way?
1: So, so now, so the vote integrity now becomes a gateway for identity theft.
2: Right. So, and they know that. So why would you even put that as a requirement when you know, people are not going to, so that's to me, that's just to discourage people not to do absentee ballots. That's, that's a um, huge, again, I'm like, are you serious in 2021 when fraud identity fraud is very high? You know, we in this one out
1: of every four persons experiences identity theft fraud.
2: Right. And I don't and... even want to begin to tell you, you know, how probably it increased now we in a pandemic.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, just think about, uh, the, the number of fraud cases that we've seen these hacks that have occurred.
2: Uh, so again, a lot going on in the space of the absentee ballot, which is absolutely crazy. So, again, there's a lot more to this. Uh, I, again, read. Go to the website and read it more in detail. But these are just some key points as it relates to absentee ballot, which is absolutely crazy. you got to have all this additional identification, proof of ID, posted, unprinted <laughs> on the cover of the ballot. you got to have it in. Eleven days if it's a uh, before a primary or general election twenty five is crazy. Crazy, it's too much. So again, um, a huge way to discourage people or to create, make it harder for people absentee ballot to even be accepted. Mm. Okay, you want to talk about early voting?
1: Yeah, talk about early voting. Okay,
2: either. yeah. So when we talk about early voting. <laughs> The law now, this current law, uh, expands the in-person early voting for general elections. Um, to two early voting periods are required on a Saturday for each county, with optional voting on a Sunday. So it's optional. Now, keep in mind, if you're a large county like the county, well, the county I reside in is Fulton County, Atlanta, which is one of the largest counties. Right. Um you know, you have to be able to offer people options to vote outside of just the regular voting hours. Right. Uh, but they're trying to stop that and just say, Hey, you know, you got two early voting periods for Saturday for each County with optional voting on Sunday. Well, I'm thinking sometimes Sunday may be even required. Right. If you're in another. county. Well, and you know, the
1: challenge is that, um, because so many people do not work, um, uh, standard hours. They have different hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, people work, you know, those, those voting hours are not going to be, um, optimal for a lot of people. Right. And, and remember a lot of black folks work jobs where they're hourly paid employees right. and missing work means they miss an income. And that means they're missing out on providing for their families. Right. And so that's going to be a challenge for a lot, of, a lot of people out there, particularly people who work in some of the service industries out there.
2: You right. Know. And keep in mind, in prior elections, um, early voting began, I think, the fourth Monday before a primary or election, and it ended the Friday before election day. Right. Well, they're cutting that out now, period. So, again, it's another way
1: it's a threat on democracy. to suppress
2: ex- absolutely. that's exactly what it is, Randy. a threat on democracy. it's an
1: assault on democracy.
2: yeah. so um the voting the voting period for runoff elections have also been shortened as a result of this new bill from 9 weeks to 4 weeks.
1: wow. that's that's less that's than that's
2: a huge difference.
1: yes. yes. that's that's again another another crime. Against against democracy.
2: Again, this is for runoff elections.
1: Yeah, I mean.
2: How are you going to shorten something for a runoff election by five weeks? Right. That's a significant amount of time. Right. So we're we going from nine weeks to four weeks?
1: And let's be honest, the way elections occur, a lot of strange things happen in those five weeks that could change a voter's mind.
2: That's my point. We're not talking about a week. They They did it by five weeks.
1: Five weeks is more than a month.
2: Exactly. So, again, just another tactic to, again, try to suppress the vote. All this, this is voter suppression.
1: On steroids.
2: On steroids, exactly. Also, they're going to ban people, aside from poll workers, from soliciting voters (laughs) or, uh, Signatures from votes or anything, any activity that occurs while people are in line waiting to vote. They're going to ban people from campaigning or trying to solicit votes or trying talking to or serving refreshments to people while they're in line. Well, you know, other than poll workers.
1: I mean, from my understanding is that where I live, no candidate can be near a hundred yards or hundred feet of a polling location. Right. So I understand that. So, but, but
2: they're they're banning they're going to ban people from like serving refreshments. Yeah, they're thinking that the people that are serving the refreshments are really people that are campaigning for people. And I mean, come not. on, come on. Now. These are a lot of these are legitimate organizations that. Because of the long lines and you have elderly people in these lines, you know, this is in the, you know, sometimes the weather is not, um, you know, the best. And they're offering people bottled water just, you know, just to be friendly. But they are assuming that these are people that are undercover people campaigning and trying to persuade people to vote for certain candidates. So they're completely banning serving refreshments because they really don't want people talking to other people. So
1: you cause a problem by by minimizing the number of locations and by minimizing the hours so that people sitting and standing in line longer for hours, for hours because you made some you made some very vindictive decisions. This is again this is another.
2: But assault. on the flip side of that they're saying, "Oh, but police officers and poll workers are able to do that." other than that no other people can offer refreshments that's crazy that's crazy but now can you honestly and truly see police officers walking around serving bottled water when they're supposed to be securing the election site so that's crazy i mean they already got their hands full
1: yeah right right
2: so that is something that i was just like okay but I like the fact that John Ossoff, which is the senator from Georgia, right, is trying to challenge that law.
1: Well, you know, a lot, a lot of Ossoff, organiz-
2: you can't stop people from serving refreshments.
1: Yeah, um, there's, a, there's a lot of lawsuits that are going to be going through the, the system uh, about this. I mean, as of May 14, um, in 48 states, there have been 389 bills mm-hmm. put through. 22 bills have already been enacted. In addition to at least 61 bills with restrictive provisions in 18 states are moving through legislatures, 31 have passed at least one chamber, while you have another 30 that in some sort of committee action, mm-hmm. hearing, an amendment. Y'all, this is serious. This is serious. This is this is sweeping across the country just like the way COVID did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, the way we're gonna beat this is very simple. Um, in the state of Georgia, we have a lot of little small counties where African-Americans and black folks make up a significant portion of the voter base.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Y'all got to start going out there and voting. Exactly. Because you're electing these county or these local officials who are passing these bills And the way and you got to stop these people in their tracks. Okay. So,
2: well, let's talk about the ballot, the ballot drop box. <laughs> And then I'll let you talk about this new state board of elections. Okay. (laughs) But they have also uh, decreased the number of ballot drop boxes. And by at least 100,000. So it used to be to where, you know, like you have your most, I guess, your your largest counties in They have multiple drop boxes. Right. Fulton, Cobb, DeKalb, and Gwinnett—they will drop from ninety-four boxes in twenty twenty to twenty-three in twenty twenty-two. Who? Who?
1: Ninety-four
2: from ninety-four to twenty-three—that's
1: less than a third.
2: That's insane.
1: That's less than a third of the boxes available, and
2: these are the four largest counties.
1: Well, and you know what's—and also, what's going to happen?
2: They should have the most boxes,
1: right? And you know what's going to happen? Not only are they going to drop the boxes, but they're going to make them, the accessibility to those boxes are going to become harder.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And then what's going to happen is these boxes are going to be over, overfilled with ballots.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now you, now you're messing with the integrity and security of these ballots, because where are people going to put these ballots if they can't stuff them in the boxes? Cause you've, cause you've decreased the number of boxes and probably you're going to decrease the number of times they pick them up too.
2: Right. Right. I'm like, okay. That's very blatant. Then they also <laughs> set up deadlines for tabulating absentee ballots. Again, this absentee thing is the one that they, they really, really are pissed off about what happened last oh, year. Oh, we showed absente- up and showed out. Yeah, exactly. Cause I'm telling you right now, they are really, a lot of this stuff is centered around really getting us in the absentee ballot section. So the, 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 the deadline for tabulating the ballots, uh, now it's, you know, in prior elections, they were accepted until 7 p.m.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now they've shortened that to 5 p.m.
1: That's that's unfair. That, I mean, if a person voted by the deadline, by the period. deadline, period. The vote, it should be counted. It should be counted.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It Sh- should be counted. Now, if you don't have the proper systems in place to tabulate this stuff, that's, that's on, on you. you. Right. That's on you. Shame on you.
2: Right. Now... The election superintendents must report these returns of the verified and accepted absentee by five PM. So they have to have the report in by five. So to me it's a poll.
1: So when did so when did the polls close?
2: Five PM. Except for certain election days. When I mentioned uh, wow. the top of the um
1: Wow This is ridiculous I mean, nine it, to five. And again. We're talking, but about it may
2: be extended to seven nine to five, and then some t- on Saturdays and Sundays. If Sunday okay. optional, it could be extended from seven a.m. to seven p.m. But technically, it is nine to five.
1: Okay, so if you're going to do this, what you should then do is increase whatever it is that the, the, the equipment or machinery to do the tabulations. But 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 that's They're not but doing not, that. But that's not the issue. The issue is that if you vote. It should be counted. It should be counted
2: by the day. It should, it should be, counted. be counted. Period. Period. Absolutely. So again, another way to suppress the vote. So mm. I'm just like completely flabbergasted. I'm, I'm like, gonna, how uh, in the world can this even come into law in 2021? That just tells me, Randy, we have not come as far as we thought we would. Uh,
1: well, like I said, in in Georgia, we have we have more counties, I think, than any state I know in the southeast. And we have a lot of these little small piss ant counties that due to the uh, gerrymandering and all that type of stuff, they create these counties. And so what happens is our vote has been diluted. So in some of these counties, we will never, never win elections. And our votes will never change an election. But there are some counties that we still have an opportunity to change elections. So we have to start winning these elections in these state legislatures. Yeah. Cuz that's where that's and, and and at the same time we got to have a senate uh yeah, a senate. Co- on a congress who's going to show some backbone and a supreme court who's going to who's going to live by the oath of supporting the constitution. Right. That how voting is 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 one of is one of our constitutional rights.
2: Right.
1: You know. And but yeah. you know, you, we, you, we got
2: to step we got to we 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 got to get more involved in the local. In the local. We have to because you know this is just being done right under our eyes. You know, and now it's going into law next month.
1: It's in plain sight, and we ain't, this ain't they ain't hiding nothing. This They're is not. It. This They're is in not. plain sight.
2: But I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break, and let's come back with some more stuff. I know you got some other stuff you want to share. with Yeah, us. yeah. We're let's talk to... about
1: the, the the change in the state election board.
2: Okay, so let's just take a quick break. We'll be right back.
0: You've been listening to the Black Resilience Podcast. Real talk. <laughs> Real Issues. Real Solutions.
2: All righty. Welcome back. All right. Man, we are discussing this new Georgia voting law that's going to be taking effect in July of 2021, which is technically next month because we're recording this in June. Right. And, I mean, it's it's a lot, you guys. And as I stated at the top of the show, it is definitely uh, – Voter Suppression 2.0 and Jim Crow 2.0, Close. as far as I'm concerned. And we've been, you know, talking to you all about some of the changes that will be taking place as it relates to the ballot boxes, absentee ballot, um, tabulating the ballot. You know, it just we trying to just give you guys as much information, but you have to go and read this. Even if you don't live in the state of Georgia, it's going to impact us across the board
1: it's in 40 something states currently these 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 rules are yeah they're sweeping across the country every state is doing it but they're doing it in different ways different right. names don't let the names fool you yeah it's not integrity it's not uh you know we're going to make the elections free and um equal no no no, no
2: this is no t- integrity is nowhere in this bill
1: right 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 exactly so one <laughs> of the things you know either that that I think is a major thing, in addition to the other major things, it's going to mm-hmm. be this change affecting the state election board. Yeah. If you recall, uh, when Georgia was uh, one of the key states, our secretary of state, who's in charge of the elections, uh, took a stand. Mm-hmm. I was shocked he took a stand. I was, too. He's a, he's a Trump supporter. He took a stand. But guess what? That stand right now costs, is a casualty now. hmm uh, based on the, the new rules from Georgia, the Secretary of State will no longer chair the state election board, becoming instead a non-voting ex, ex-member. ex mm-hmm. But a new chair will be nonpartisan, but appointed by the majority of the state House and state Senate. Right. So so
2: it's nonpartisan, but okay, who's the majority of the state House and the Republicans, state Senate? Republican. Thank Republic. you.
1: Okay. So basically what it says is that uh, if we don't like the election results, uh, a bunch of good old boys are going to sit sit back in the state house and say, we're going to change some shit. We don't like these results. Right. We don't, we're going to change it. Right. We don't that's care right. what you voted. Right. We don't like We don't like the way you vote.
2: So basically they're trying to, that's really suppressing your vote.
1: Right. Because they're
2: telling you no matter how you vote it. It don't count. It doesn't count. If we don't like it. If we don't like it because they can override it. That's right. Period. That's right. Man. I'll tell you, I, I, you know, I said to myself when I was reading this, can it get any worse?
1: Well, you know, when I read it, you know, I, I, I went through the gamut of emotions, literally wanted to cry because I was so angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet it forced me to say, you know what? Okay, this is the hand that's been dealt. Now, how are we going to fight this? Right. You know, what are we going to do? You know, if there's petitions that that, that out there, mm-hmm. sign them. If there's uh, ways that you can support people, do it.
2: Get involved, people.
1: That's the thing. The I word, involved.
2: And it doesn't matter in what capacity. We just want you all to get involved because this is a serious matter.
1: Right. Because when we get involved, y'all know what we do. We, we, we show up and show right. out.
2: November proves it.
1: Yeah, we've done it on numerous occasions. Yes. So this is no time for us to sit sit on our hands.
2: We have power let's use it That's right And when I say power I'm talking about exercise our power, the right to vote, our buying power all these are nonviolent jewels that we have that's that our superpowers that's our yes. superpower
1: and trust me let's use it trust me that's the they are scared they are scared of an educated black person.
2: yes they are
1: because when you're educated you do things
2: right and but also understand this everybody, can play a role in making sure that they exercise their power. Every black person, if you're educated or not, I don't care if you work at McDonald's sweeping the floors, you have the right to vote. Exactly. Exercise your right to vote. Exercise your buying power. Stop mm. buying from people that don't support black folk.
1: That's right. Stop
2: buying from people that go into their boardrooms and talk about us like we are dogs and we're less than human. That's right. Know where your dollar is going. Don't invest Don't invest in people that don't invest in you.
1: That's right. Don't respect you. Don't invest in you.
2: I don't care who they are. They could be, they could look like us.
1: That's right. All skin folks ain't kin folks.
2: Exactly. But black people, it is 2021. And we have already demonstrated that we are resilient people. Just the history of black folk in this freaking country. We have what it takes to get through this, but we got to exercise our superpowers.
1: That's right that's right Edith I, I I can't say anymore
2: so you know again we want to drop this knowledge on you guys about what's going on uh not just in the state of Georgia but that can impact you know 40 like you said 47 other states uh just you know understand that we can do something about this
1: that's right it ain't over till it's over
2: it ain't over till it's over
0: You've been listening to the Black Resilience Podcast. Real talk. Real issues. Real solutions.
2: Until next time, stay, stay healthy, healthy, stay, stay strong, strong, stay resilient. Stay resilient. Resilient.
0: resilient. resilient.
1: resilient. Wake up! Everybody! Come on, oh No more sleeping in bed. No more backwards thinking. Time for thinking ahead. Wake up. All you
0: teachers. A new way. They're the ones that suffer, hurting every day. Teach the children, teach the baby, teach the babies, teach the children.